I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work or not. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. Before we kick off season eight, we wanted to bring you some fun episodes to start the year right, because 2019 is going to be an awesome year. So for this episode, Julie and I have brainstormed top 10 dating ideas that are not basic. No basic. No dinner (laughs) and drinks on this list or coffee. 
you know, we were talking about some of the dates that we've been on and they were all kind of the same, right? Yeah, it was kind of actually hard to make this list. It was hard. (laughs) So we really had to stretch. But these are some of the date ideas that we should all consider because I would love to go on some of these dates. Okay, so let's start with number 10. Miniature golf. Yeah, I went on a mini golf date. Which recently, one did you go to? To Urban Putt. Yeah, that's a cute. But place. pretty much like every city probably has some mini golf in it. Um, I mean, this one was geared more to adults. They have beverages and mm-hmm. all of that, and there were a lot of dates there. But you could also go to one that may be a little more children friendly. It still could be a fun date. Yeah, um, I think there was something nice about doing like an activity that was like competitive but clearly not really competitive so yeah kind of see like a different side of someone have fun and I like that it's like it doesn't require too much skill (laughs) exactly I think that's like the big piece of it and it's also not super long yeah like I think it's like what an hour an hour and a half like sometimes you can get into some games that you're like oh my god when will this ever end right it's not like that. I kind of feel that way about bowling. Some people might like bowling. It's kind of the same wheelhouse of types. Yeah. The one at Urban Putt is really interesting. Yeah. Each little station is like its own story. So right. you can create storylines when you're with your date. That's true because a lot of them do have themes and stuff. It's really fun. Yeah. I do re- I do really like it. And I also would say that you make it as long as you want it to, right? Like there's no – you don't have to be in and out in two hours or whatever. You a move set a lot of yeah. poles and like you kind of have to keep up a pace, but – You can make it stretch longer if, if you want really to. If you're really not having a good time, no one's going to notice if you duck out early. Yeah. So yeah. It's, you're not like captive there either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, idea number nine, being a tourist in your own Mm. city. This one's such a fun one because sometimes you are so complacent in the city that you live in. You forget about all the great things about it. Some of my LA friends have never been to the Getty. How is that even possible? And you have to remember that everyone has their own version of the city. Yeah. So when you go on a date, you're showing someone your version of the city, which yeah. they may have never seen. Yeah, and we had a friend that went on a date that, like, the guy, like, wrote up, like, all these places that mm-hmm. were, like, his favorite spots of the city. So it was exactly what you said. And she, like, remembers it as, like, the best date she ever had. That's such a cute idea. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And on the um, contrary of being a tourist in your own city – What about finding some of the unknown parts of the city? And I was telling Julie, I was at my dentist and she had a book that was like top 50 things you didn't know about San Francisco. And it was kind of a scavenger hunt. You can go find these murals and these like historical landmarks. So that's also a really fun way to get to know your city. I would say you want to go one extreme or the other. You want to do something that's like super new and you want to experience it together or do something where you know you're like the expert in. So yeah. if you like know your neighborhood really well, yeah. show your date what That's you know good. about your yeah. neighborhood, right? So it's either you're really familiar with it or you're like the complete novice. All right, number seven. This one's Julie's idea because I've never done this before. Like, Trampoline. Oh, I've never done it either, actually. But I think it sounds like it'd be super fun. <laughs> A trampoline so, park. This is one that we both have to add to our own list because neither of us have done this. But I've been to House of Air before in San Francisco with like a bachelorette party and like a work outing. 
And I've thought both times, I was like, this would be a super fun date. Like, I don't know why I think it would be, but I think it's just like anything playful I really like. Yeah. Like, I like men that are playful and I like seeing that side of people. And I think something like this brings that out in both of you. So I just think you can't not laugh and like have a good time when you're jumping in a trampoline. That's true. And twisting your ankle. Well, <laughs> then you see how they really step up. So. <laughs> that, that is the ultimate test, how they care for you when you're injured. But that I like this idea of having an activity where you can be revert back to being children. Yeah. Because sometimes we talk about dates as being a little too serious. You know, you want to have these conversations. You want to know what they're looking for. But then on the other side is you want to see the, the fun side of them totally. if you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. Idea number six walking tour of your city. This is kind of similar to what we were talking about before, but I know a lot of you guys go on these walking dates, which is fine. That's great. But what about something with like purpose? Yeah. <laughs> a walking tour where you're going to specific landmarks and looking at specific things. I also feel like, I think people have, we've heard on this podcast that people like walking because it's like active. It's like you can talk and all this. But I think sometimes if someone like proposes, especially if it's like an early time, if someone's like, let's go for a walk, it kind of sounds like they didn't really put any thought into it. Yeah. So if someone's like, let's go through our walking tour, it just feels like so much more effort has gone in. That's even though so literally true. nothing is probably different. But That's so true. Because my girlfriend went on a date where the guy wanted to go on like a walk. So she assumed they were going to go on a walk and do something. Like there was a destination. Yeah. And he ended up walking her from the Caltrain station to back to her home. Like he basically just walked her home and that was their date. So that was very anticlimactic. Yeah. And I think also if you prefer biking, that's mm -hmm. an option. Like you can rent bikes in your city. That's always fun. It could also be like there's like food tours in different cities. So there mm -hmm. could be a lot of varieties of this tour idea, but it's kind of like having more of like a tour line that you're going after. Well, speaking of tours, instead of walking or biking, what about like a brewery, a wine, or a weed tour. Yeah, I think there's so okay, like that. I think tours in general, like there's something that feels like unique and interesting about it. Like it feels mm -hmm. like you're like discovering something. Yeah. Where like again, it's like kind of like, oh, let's go get a drink at a wine bar. Okay, everyone does that. Yeah. But if you're like, let's go to a winery and taste wine, it feels like you're like doing something active. Yeah. And like discovering this like new world. Even yeah. Even though it's literally the same thing. And also you <laughs> feel like a tourist in your own city too. Yeah. It goes into that feeling like your city's novel again. And a weed tour, I would totally do that. Just don't smoke too much weed because you want to be, you want to be having conversations. Yeah, we had a so. guest on the show that did the wine and weed tour. Yeah, so we thought of that. And then I think brewery tours, like we mentioned, is always a good way too. Um, there's a lot of those like right in the city where like wine tours might not be as accessible. Right. And with that combination, then you have to find somewhere to take a nap at some point. <laughs> Idea number four, a picnic. I love this. It's so old it school. It is. It's adorable. Our friend was telling us about like one of the first dates she had with her fiance. And he like packed up a bag of meat and like grilled so it cute. somewhere. And like you could do something like that extent or you can just like pack like wine and cheese or like do something like, I don't know. Like there's a lot of things you could do with the picnic that's really 
really cute and easy and romantic. It It's like so impressive if yeah. someone shows up on a date and they have a whole picnic planned out. It it's feels like there's a lot of a lot. thought that yes. went into it. I think that's really where that one's coming from too. And also I think like there's something about like a nice sunny day and just like relaxing at a park mm-hmm. in general. Like, so, I mean, we could have had that on the list, but I think the park plus a picnic just brings it to the next level. Again, it's kind of like when you're taking a walk versus doing like a walking tour. Like it feels like yeah. more thought has gone into it. And it's more of a date. And um, if you're finding the right, if you're, you know, struggling with the right time to have a picnic, how about a sunset? Oh, sunset yeah. Sunset is so romantic. And I think people don't. Everybody's like, oh, let's meet around seven or let's meet around five. But they don't think about meeting around the sunset yeah I think one of the best dates I ever had it was not like a good person (laughs) date but it was like a great actual date was watching the sunset near Golden Gate Bridge with like a bottle of wine and there was something just like so romantic about it and nice and I I like still remember it to this day I love that it's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about our current sponsor Zola Join 500,000 couples who've used Zola to reinvent the wedding planning and registry experience, making the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. Now, I asked a friend of mine why she used Zola, and she mentioned how easy it was to register for Newlywed Life. Their store had the widest selection of gifts at all different prices, with over 500 top brands, from the Sonos and Airbnb. Also, she says she just loved their free wedding website that she created in minutes. There are over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. You can easily add photos, stories about how you two met. She could even add an FAQ section to help address those awkward questions like, can I bring my kids or do I have a plus one? To start your free wedding website or registry, go on Zola. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash datable. Again, that's Z-O-L-A dot com slash datable. Now back to the show. And if you're, you want to be a little cultured and highbrow, you can always go to a museum. That's yeah. our idea number two. There's so many museums in every city. You even find like the funny ones. Like yeah. I like the um, the Sex Museum in New York. There's oh, yeah. like a bodies exhibit. There's yeah. Museum of Weird Medical Mysteries. Yeah. And if you're not like super cultured, you could also do this new wave of museums. Like oh, yeah. Candytopia, Museum yeah. of Ice Cream that are just like more goofy and playful too. So it really can run a gamut based on your interests. And the beauty of museums is that, again, you have all these talking pieces. And so everything is a conversation starter around you. Yeah. And you're creating this experience Yeah. Together. And if you go to these like more like playful museums if you're like a little further I don't know if I'd recommend this for like date one but you could take like a lot of cute photos together that's true like, yeah there's some nice things that happen with that that can be good momentums later on yes and our idea number one I, there's this is in no particular order I don't even know why I'm <laughs> counting down but this is also an idea I've had for a while I've never actually done it on a date is a class of some yeah. sort where you learn a new skill. You talked about cooking classes. Yeah, really? I think cooking class. I've also never done this on a date either, <laughs> but like I've done cooking classes before just with like friends and stuff. And I've also thought like, oh, this would be a really great date. Mm-hmm. Like it just like feels like 
don't know, there's something about learning something together and like, I don't know, there's always like an aphrodisiac with eating too. So there's yeah. like cooking I think of, but it could be like pottery. It could be like something else that like is interesting to the two of you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be cooking either. Whenever I travel, I look at Airbnb experiences oh, in yeah. those cities, but then I never thought about doing that in my own city. You could Why totally would you do it in your own city? Yeah. You could learn a new skill or even learn a new cuisine or, you know, get some new knowledge on yeah. your date and you get to share that experience together. So that's also something to look into. But end of the day, the thing is like d- these dates, they're low effort. I mean, you don't have to plan them. They're super low effort, but they come off not. Right. Which is like the beauty of them. And they come off so much better than meeting up for drinks or a coffee, which are so generic. If you're doing something like, let's say one of these things on this list of 10 is something you would do anyway. Right. You know, on your own. Well, that own. was like what Meredith, one of our past guests mentioned on her episode mm-hmm. was like this like dating around experiences more. Like what are some things and some places I've been wanting to go to and like how can I bring someone along so it's like while you obviously want to have a connection and meet someone just being realistic not every date ends that way so at least at a minimum you get to do something you enjoy and then at a maximum you get to actually do something that you enjoy while connecting with someone so I would say um you know after going through this list there are some things that I think we should all avoid when it comes to planning dates one is anything where you have no opportunity to talk to each other. Yeah. Like a movie or going to Movies a show. Movies really aren't good for no. like early dates. No, because you cannot talk. And if right. you do, you're really annoying. Right. <laughs> right. I think a show also, um, I, I question that one too. Because mm-hmm. like there's something nice that you can like talk after. Mm-hmm. But like during it, like you're really not getting that time together yeah but some people would argue on the show one is that at least like if you're dancing there's some like body chemistry that's happening so a dancing at a show oh like a music show oh <laughs> i'm thinking <laughs> you mean, like, like a go broadway see a play, play? <laughs> yeah, are, you okay, watching, okay. are you going to see mary poppins so like dancing on stage like a movie or probably the same category but like a oh concert like a concert or something. yeah I'm like, i could see that one being pro and con because yeah. the con is that you still really can't talk but yeah. the pro is that there is some like potential you know there is a little bit of body chemistry but then you can gauge that from anything else too right like I think it's more important to have that verbal communication when you're going on these first dates. I think so too, yeah. Um, I think the other one also is like there's nothing wrong with bars, especially yeah. like on the very first date. If you want something that's like it's not going to turn someone off per se, right. right? Like I think what I would suggest though with bars and restaurants, anything that's the more generic is like somewhere that is like set up for success mm. because I think different environments – foster more of a potential chemistry Mm. like a bar i think gets the rep of a good first date because a lot of times they're darker Mm. you're sitting side by side like there's obviously alcohol involved of course yeah you know i think though there is something to be said for that though over than like a dinner or like something on the first date where you're like across from someone where it's like hard to like make that like hand touch or like something subtle if like you do want to show that I think at the end of the day, like obviously you want to 
pick great dates and set yeah. things up for success, but it all comes down to like your chemistry with someone. So mm-hmm. make sure no matter what you're doing, you're getting that conversation in. And guys, mix it up, okay? If you're taking the same person yeah. or if you're taking the the same dates to the same place all the time and the bartender recognizes you or like the door person recognizes you, that's not a good look. <laughs> and then also I think too, it's like if you do an activity date, you could also follow it with something that's a little more like intimate in terms of conversation Mm -hmm. like you could do the golf but get a drink before after or Mm -hmm. get dinner after like there's so many ways to like combo it it doesn't have to just be like one hour mini golf right yeah don't talk besides we play this game right yeah Keep it versatile. And when you're presenting date ideas, I always like it when someone presents a few ideas to me and I get to choose versus like, um, I think we should do this. But like if you give a few of these ideas out, it shows that you've really put in the effort. Yeah. Cool. All right. Those are your top 10 dating ideas for 2019 that aren't basic. I like it. (laughs) I'm going to write these. I'm so doing the trampoline this year. Oh my year. gosh, I'm not going with you, but good luck with that. Good luck with that. I will be on a wine tour. <laughs> All right, you guys, again, we're still looking for guests for season eight. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on Dateable, please reach out to us at datablepodcast.com. Okay, with that said, let's wrap this up. Stay Dateable! This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. If you didn't know already, we have a revamped website with articles, videos, and content all about modern dating. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We've had some great feedback about how actionable these episodes are. So check them out on our website or iTunes Music. Also, visit the site today to see the latest about coaching, where we connect you with dateable approved experts to help with everything from dating profile reviews, coaching, and even gathering real feedback about your dating style in a personalized and affordable way. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Dateable Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. 